Hello and welcome back to Beauty Brains and a Big Mouth, the podcast. My name is Kim and this episode is probably one of the most important episodes that you can listen to um, if you follow this podcast, if you find any value (laughs) in my opinions and the things that I have to say, if you are intentional about what your dating life looks like, if you know that you want to find your forever partner, if you have a desire to cultivate the most successful, healthy partnership that you can, this is so important. I have been seeing and hearing a lot more than I care about specifically women or men wanting submissive women or the type of man you need to be in order for a woman to submit to you. And there's just so many problems with this conversation. And I just, every iteration of this conversation kind of goes the same way and it's getting at the same things. And I just don't know how it's helpful, right? Um, I don't know if it's because this conversation is not necessarily uh, meant for me, being that I am a female, being that I hold the ideals that I hold, being that I am in the environment that I'm in, maybe that I have the education that I have, that I have done the work that I needed to do in order to understand myself um, and how I want to move forward in my life and with my partner, okay? Maybe it's those things that muddle this message for me. Maybe it's the fact that it's just people out here rambling on into a microphone and for some reason, people are continuing to give them a platform. I don't know. But the this whole message around submissiveness, especially when you're talking about a woman submitting to a man, is just, it's, to be honest with you, it is quite ludicrous. I, I don't understand the messaging. I will go with the most recent conversation that I heard. The man says something about when a man is confident and assertive and he puts that foot forward and he shows the woman that you know he's the man even the most independent these are his words not mine even the most independent you know uh boss b is what he said will drop all of that and they will submit to this man and i just I'm just trying to understand. And and if if anybody's listening that holds these ideals or has an an uh, a idea or a concrete value about this particular subject matter, please, 
you know, by all means, reach out, explain it to me. I want to understand further because where I'm at now in this conversation is that I think it's all malarkey. I think it's completely ridiculous. And I'm going to tell you why. I would by no stretch of the imagination say that I am hyper independent. I am not. Um, I was raised with independence being valued. Okay. It was valued in my household. Um, I was raised to be able to take care of myself and have my own. I was raised to be able to rely on myself because people, no matter who they are, male, female, or otherwise, are not always reliable. At the end of the day, you got you and that's it. And that is something that's foundational, right? You can build on that. And it's often said that those who are hyper-independent um, or who have trouble asking for help or leaning on other people is because there's been a very distinct pattern in their life of people that they cannot rely on and people that they cannot depend on. Again, that is not my experience. I have people in my life that I most definitely can depend on and can rely on. Have I been disappointed? Absolutely. Are there people that I know that I can't go to because I can't rely on them? 100%. But I do have core people that I know, dependable, reliable, will always be there. If I'm in a bind, I know where I can go, right? So I, I have those as intrinsic values, all right? That is just fundamentally a part of who I am. What compounds that is my environment. I am not necessarily independent by choice, right? I'm independent by necessity, right? I am in an environment where if I don't take care of it, it won't get taken care of, okay? So who's to say that if a man was to come into my life that he would need to show me certain things in order to quote unquote, get me to submit, right? To get me to, to almost strip me of my independence. Okay. I'm going to give y'all the most basic example that I think sums this up perfectly. Okay. I liken this to the jar that has the tight lid. Okay. I have a jar. I need to get it open. I might be struggling to get it open, right? Due to my environment, I have to figure out a way to get the jar open, right? There's no one I can turn to to help me open the jar. I have to figure out how to open the jar. So guess what? I'm going to get the jar open. Now, say I am I'm at home and I'm trying to open a jar. My father is sitting right there and I don't feel like struggling with this jar. What am I going to do? I'm going to walk it right over him and I'm going to have him open the jar. Same situation with men and women in their relationships. It's environmental, right? And, and you could probably ask any woman and she would tell you the same thing. Nine times out of 10, independence is a necessity. It's not a choice, right? 
So if you're here, if my partner is with me, if there are certain things and or maybe even expectations at that point, then I'm like, yeah, he can handle it. It's not that I can't do it, but he can. Like, I'd rather he did, or I have no problem <laughs> letting you step in and do that. Doesn't mean that I can't do it. And I think that we're looking at submissiveness, we're looking at independence, we're looking at masculine and feminine energy in all of the wrong ways because, I and I guess it just depends on what kind of relationship you're looking for. Me, I'm looking for a partnership. I am 100% looking for a partnership because in a partnership, there are going to be times where I need to yield to my partner for many reasons. It's gonna be out of necessity, it's going to be because I have to. It's going to be because I can't. Like, I need to yield to you because you know how to do something I don't, because I need you to do something I can't do, or because you have to do something that I'm unable to do, right? And in a partnership, that goes both ways, because sometimes the man is going to need to yield to the woman or let me use the language that some people like to use he's gonna have to submit to the woman because he needs to he has to or because she knows how to do it and he doesn't so there's three distinct situations where there's going to be a give and take that doesn't mean that there's any weakness that doesn't mean that we are sacrificing our independence or as a man he's letting go of his masculine energy and being soft or anything like that it's not a negative thing and that is very much the connotation that surrounds this conversation it's negative that she's independent and she can take care of herself and she can do for herself and because she has these attributes a man looks at her and is like mm, okay she's not going to want to submit it's negative that um a man may be leaning more into his softer side and feminine energy and yielding to his woman because somehow that makes him look weak like he can't lead or he's not the head of the household or she's controlling him or whatever the case may be. Never mind that you don't know the specifics as to why the dynamic just happens to be like that. And also, I think we need to keep in mind that we are seeing snapshots. We're seeing moments in time, right? You don't know what's going on in that relationship or in that household when you see one thing happen. And that's where those moments come in where it's like, oh, I needed to do what I did because X, Y, Z, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that this is the norm in our relationship or in our household, right? And so I'm very interested to know where kind of like the negative connotation has come from in this conversation and why people are not willing to have kind of like an equal exchange in a relationship. Is it because, you know, one party or the other prefers to have that 
leverage in the relationship? Is it a control issue? Um, is it a matter of not being seen as weak or do you want, is it a power dynamic? I really am interested in somebody to kind of, to explain this to me because I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it because I don't, like I said, in, in the ideal situation for me, it's a partnership. It's a give and take. It's, it's knowing that in that both parties can rely and depend on each other. I can yield or submit to you when it's necessary, when I need to, or because I just want to, right? Um, and again, I think that the idea of just the hyper-independent woman and, oh, she's just, you know, so her masculine energy is just so high and blah, 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 blah. I think that there are situations that have necessitated that for some people, okay? I think that population is a little bit smaller than we like to make it out to be. And I think that you have a significant amount of people, women specifically, that are just independent <laughs> by necessity, right? It's it's not necessarily a choice. It's just that if I'm not taking care of my business, who's taking care of it, right? Because that's the environment that I'm currently in. But once that dynamic changes in my life, I have no problem relinquishing certain responsibilities. I have no problem taking on certain roles, if you will, right? Um, I often think about uh, like taking out the trash. Like I hate to take out the trash. Literally, I hate to do it. <laughs> I hate to take it outside and put it in the can. And then when trash day comes, I hate to roll the can out to the curb. But by necessity and the environment that I'm in, if I don't take the trash out, the trash just sits here and overflows and stinks up the house. If I don't roll the can out to the curb, the trash don't get picked up. So by necessity, these are my responsibilities right now, okay? Now, once my dynamic changes, if, if I have a partner in the household, by all means, I am more than willing to sit back and let you take the trash out and let you roll the can to the curb. If that is a responsibility or a role that you want, ha absolutely have at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These are very basic kind of examples, but that is really what it boils down to. I can do anything because I have the power to do it. I have the mental faculties to do it. Nothing is outside of my reach. And I do it because I have to. I do it because it's necessary. I do it because I don't have anybody else to do it. So, you know, when you're thinking about the relationship dynamic and coming into something like that, yeah, I, I would tell you 100% that I'm independent and I take care of my business. But I do that because I have to, right? I know that there, like I said, fundamentally, there are some things behind that that are necessary for me, right? Because I know at the end of the day, I've got me, right? That's like my safety net. That's my safe hold. I don't 
even if I get in a situation where I'm yielding to somebody else or I relinquish that control and something goes wrong or that person, you know, becomes someone I can no longer depend on, that's fine. I can fall back on what I know, which is how to take care of myself. That's that's okay. But on the flip side of that, just because I've been doing this for so long and I know I have the know-how to facilitate my independence doesn't mean that I am not willing to yield in a relationship to my partner. And I think that the narrative around this is like all of the things that a man needs to bring to the relationship to make the woman feel comfortable yielding or submitting to him. There's things about that that just seem a little bit manipulative, right? You can't give somebody like a blueprint. You can't go in and say, hey, you need to act like ABC or XYZ, you know, and she's going to fall all over that. She's going to eat it up with a spoon. This is how you get her to submit. There is no roadmap. And I think that's the problem with these conversations. There's no blueprint. There's no roadmap. There's no step-by-step. I think that you ultimately need to be confident and secure in the person that you are. And you also need to know what it is that you're looking for in that relationship. If you can boil those things down, when you find yourself in those situations, dating, developing a relationship, looking for your forever partner, whatever the case may be, I think that because you've done the work that you need to do, hopefully you're going to encounter that person that's also done the work and then y'all click, right? You're going to create a relationship that works best for both of y'all because you're on the same page. Um, it doesn't have, you know, you're not going into a situation like, yeah, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna follow this step by step. And, you know, this woman's gonna have no choice but to submit to me and blah, 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 blah. And also too, who's going into these, these areas, who's going into dating and like finding their forever partner with the idea that like a submissive woman is number one on your list. Because I also, I'd like to meet that person and I'd like for you to tell me what your definition of a submissive woman is because ultimately the the fundamental problem with this conversation is the fact that nobody knows the, the fundamentals of it. Nobody knows the foundations. If you can accurately define submissive woman, then fine, I'll give you that. But nine times out of 10, these people can't do that. You don't even know what you're talking about. And you're sitting here trying to give other people advice. And I think that is ultimately the problem that we're having in all of these spaces, in all of these conversations. But I'm here to tell you that nine times out of 10, you run into a woman, she's independent, she's got her thing going, trust and believe it's by necessity. It's not by choice. And I think if you keep that in mind, that you'll be a little bit more successful um, in the dating game and find what you're looking for. If you keep that in mind and you also get yourself together, I think you'll be successful. But somebody, please, you know, in in the show notes, leave me some feedback. Explain it to me if I'm not getting it right. Tell me what it is that I'm missing and that I need to understand because uh, this conversation is happening just too much and it's every iteration of it is getting worse and worse. So somebody help me out. I'd appreciate that. But I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, That was just something that was a little naggy and on my mind. And I was like, "Mm, let's talk about it. 
so I hope it was enjoyable for you. I'm I'm glad that I could get that off my chest. I'm sorry if that was a little bit of a rant though. Um, <laughs> you can tell I get a little ranty with the ones that are are particularly uh, ludicrous. Anyway, um, I hope you enjoyed. I want to say thank you, thank you so much for all of the love and support off the last uh, podcast. Y'all made you know my birthday a little bit more special, and I appreciate that for y'all. Uh, remember that you can follow and rate this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. And as always, I will see you in my next one. Bye, guys.